Austin loves guns. Visit the range at Austin, 52,000 square feet of truly modern Texas fun. Bright, open, and inviting with 7,000 square feet of retail, including new and used guns. Doesn't matter if you're a seasoned pro shooter or are completely new to guns. The range at Austin has something for everyone. It's the perfect place to grab some friends, do the Texas thing, and shoot a machine gun, take a private lesson, or grab a membership. The range at Austin is located off 35, 10 minutes south of downtown, open to all seven days a week. Visit the range austin.com to do the texas thing and book a package buy a membership or learn more three guys on sports it's noah it's sawyer and And by god yes that's jack farrell's music that is jack farrell filling in for mr nick hajda hajda will be on with our new addition aaron Aaron and Nick. What are we going with? Game time? What is game it? You're going to be you're the man on the board with, for them, right, Jack? With Hogan and Ida. Hogan and Ida. Hogan and Ida. Yeah, that's going to be from 7 to 10 a.m. here at 1027 ESPN. So check it out. We will be at 12 to 2. This is our 11 oh, yeah. to 1 farewell show. It is. Goodbye, 11 a.m. We are a p.m. show now, uh-huh. officially. So if you could roll me in your car... From the hour of yes. eleven to noon, you're out of luck. Ah. Yeah, listen, listen to the pod tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to the pod. Greeny will still be on at that time, I believe. Uh, I, TBD in between what with our show and um, what what they got going on with Jeff and Jeff and Ed. Uh, I think there's some discussions about maybe putting on somebody else, some big name in the SEC, but uh, we'll come to find that out. But yes, make sure you tune in 7 to 10 on Monday for their new show, and then our show will be 12 to 2. That is the change, so make sure you're there. But yeah, we got some good stuff going on today, fellas. Excited to talk a little bit about this. We got some draft combine news, some stories coming out of Indianapolis. We're going to talk a little bit about Caleb Williams, who's supposed to be the number one overall pick. Talk a little free agency in the NFL. Got two Houston fans, Texans men in here. And then we'll talk a little Cowboys, Lions, everybody kind of free agent world there. We'll do you care, of course. This first hour, let's get into hot seats. Let's stick a lot in the NFL. It's going to be kind of an NFL Friday, football Friday. Uh, as we go down the line, of course, horns at high noon. Uh, college football, we're going to touch a little bit on those ranked rivalries. And then, of course, our fastest break. There's some news in San Antonio. We had a good game between uh, the two projected. I believe they're both uh, referring to Wemby and Chet. That's one and two for odds as to rookie, be rookie of, the of the year. And then, of course, we'll puck out the way at the end of the hour. But, yes. Um, so, yeah, fellas, let's get into it right here. Uh, best worst case scenario, Caleb Williams going number one overall. Uh, we assume the assumptions are made. We've seen some videos going with Justin Fields. I, did you see this video, you two, of um, he, he looked excited. There's some speculation, maybe someone in the background, whether that was their agent or whatnot. He was at, like, at his house, kind of jumping up and down. Justin Fields was? This was Justin Fields a few days ago, and it sounded like we're going home. Now, it could be a little speculation, but he, referring to home, he is from the Atlanta area. The Falcons mm-hmm. could be a landing spot for him. It just feels like they want to get, and it's been put out there, I think, by pools even, that they want to get this deal done trading Justin Fields before the draft hits in April. Um, so they've gone full tilt. They're not going to keep Fields. I that's what it's sounding like, okay. right? And I mean, at this point, that that's the direction. It, it just seems like it's going. Do you think that cost wise? I one? guess it makes sense. Yes, because Caleb Williams is going to be cheaper for the next four years than the next four years of uh, Justin Fields, regardless of if the level of play is any different or anything like that. Um. Yeah, I would want to. I know uh, Williams isn't throwing at the combine. He's going to throw his pro day and all that. Right. But I do understand. I, I push it as long as you can. 
I was thinking about the Bears the other day and that I was like, why see what you could get from New England and from Washington to move back? Because the other two quarterbacks, I think, are still very good. Yes. And maybe you could use that to leverage and put so much down. Because anyone, I feel like, that trades up for one of these quarterbacks and mortgages their future is hindering that quarterback by not setting them up for success down the road as well. 100%. But yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. I saw some news about the Falcons really wanting to sign Kirk Cousins as well. That's another thing too. Is he going to be ready? <sighs> I mean, he looked good He's on a tennis court. Looked good on a <laughs> tennis court. Yeah, but his wife is from the Georgia area. There's that as well. Whatever the hell that means. Uh, I, mean, but, I feel like injury timelines have gotten crazy. I mean, yeah. I know Aaron Rodgers was pretending that he was going to come back for the whole season, but uh-huh. I, I, I feel like an Achilles is a is a. 12 plus month thing and he tore it pretty late in the season to Sawyer's point though though, he's brought this up the man doesn't really move much he doesn't need to that's the thing it's three steps it's usually all Kirk needs pop 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 yeah and and then he's out of there so I mean that would be I I think Atlanta definitely at this point in time needs a quarterback you're at eight and just the way it's positioned are you really going to just take like a what looks like to be the fourth quarterback off the board of J.J. McCarthy, and even as a Michigan man here, I think that's a little premature. That's a little too high up yeah. uh, to use if you want to trade It would be in. so funny for the Atlanta Falcons to draft a quarterback in the top ten and then like all their other top ten pick offensive talents, <laughs> just not use them. Yeah. Draft more Heineke. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, mean, I don't think I would trade up for any... Any quarterback in, except Drake May. If if okay. something happens, so you're a Drake May man. Uh-huh. I mean, does that is that your two? I mean, yes. Caleb Williams yes. is probably gonna be your one, right? Just potential more of a Drake Miracle Whip guy. I, I'm just not a. I'm a Bo Nix hater. I saw what you did at Auburn. Yeah, and mm. it was bad. I, I feel like Penix is gonna get, go to. I, I keep saying the Rams. Yeah, he's gonna I go like and he's gonna sit, and then he's gonna pop in with McVay, and you're like, yeah. oh, and he'll this be guy thirty slid. by the time yeah. he starts. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's already twenty five. Yeah, uh, there was some news kind of breaking here. I, I saw a report was Vikings, Raiders, Giants are the three teams that would be really interested in getting a top three pick. Three teams that look to to be moving because we 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 heard this last year with the Vikings, and that's why I think Kirk Cousins might be out of there. Uh, is they they were trying to trade a lot with Indy. To go to get, get Anthony, Anthony Richardson. Richardson, and they Andy said no thanks. Uh, so that that that's the other thing is they can't. The, they're handcuffed to the fact that now they're caught between uh, a rock and a sturdy cross. In that, um, <laughs> you're gonna have to. You, you can't pay what Kirk Cousins is gonna want, regardless of how much money that is, and then shore up Justin Jefferson, who's clearly they screwed up and should yeah, have paid him last year. Right, it's, exactly. Kirk is a true free agent, right? When yes, yes, right. he is complete free agent. Yeah, and so that just makes me think. Yeah, if you're trying to keep Justin Jefferson, which you probably should. Yes, you do. You do have um, Jordan Addison, great addition, but that's a great one-two punch. You got mm-hmm. Hawkinson. They just released. I saw. Um, uh, Madison, right? Correct. Alexander yes. Madison. Yeah. That yes. buddy better learn to speak Dwayne the Rock Johnson because that's the only league he's playing in. You are right on the money there. Going to the Michigan Panthers. Yeah. No. So that that is interesting. Also, kind of with that, I find this interesting because now when they're in Indy, this is when all the talks are going on between GMs, owners, whatnot. Vegas ha- have called the Las Vegas Raiders have called the Patriots about the third overall pick. Uh, to expected to take Mr. Jane Daniels if they were to get that Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce has a close has close ties with the former Heisman winner so um, that would be interesting if the Raiders could get up there somehow with the Patriots I feel like the Patriots I, I don't know if they're gonna be 
I feel like Washington for sure, and then the way things are going with Chicago, they will take a quarterback. But I feel like the Patriots at three, they'd be the most inclined to actually trade out. I doubt Washington says, no, we're going to trade out here. With new ownership, with them having Sam Howell, I just don't see them keeping. Like, I feel like that ownership wants to just make a big splash right away. Quarterback-wise. I guess the whole thing is, is he going to be ready is a little relevant. But what I think, I, I can't believe this is just now coming to me, is what if the Patriots took Kirk Cousins mm. and then at three drafted Marvin Harrison Jr.? Yeah. And then you have those weapons right there. They have a lot of money in free agency right lot, now. A yes. team that uh, last time they spent, spent poorly, but that was just Belichick trying to recreate his old two tight end setup. But it turns out uh, Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, one of them, not a killer. Um, really crucial in that Patriots offense. Because... The one thing I'd be very worried about the Patriots taking a quarterback is uh, sure, not everyone can be the Houston Texans. The fact that we had a rookie head coach and a rookie uh, quarterback and get a first playoff win hadn't happened since like 1930. Uh, it doesn't happen often, and I don't think that's setting Gerard Mayo up for the most success coming out of the gate, going immediately giving him a rookie yeah. quarterback. No, I agree. I'd take one of these vets. I would too. I think the Patriots that that would set them up, and you can kind of build that foundation which they need. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, the defense can probably they can, they the defense have, is great. The defense is. was good when right. their two best players went down. They can, it's something we forget. They can keep that defense, uh, but they just weapon wise. I mean, they got they really don't have a lot. O line is, eh, you know, like they need help on the offensive side of the ball for sure. And I think that's where they should focus. So yeah, I mean, I th- I think you're right on the money with that. Kirk Cousins there would be very interesting. Yeah, I. It depends on how ready he is, I guess, and all that. And hell, even if Kirk can't play till like week four, I would rather still do that. I think that makes the most sense for the Pats is get a veteran. Don't take a rookie. Go get Jimmy again. Oh yeah, bring hey. it back, dude. Crafts only two games out, Bro, man. Two game suspension. <laughs> I, would, I would I would call it Kraft's wet dream, but we know those are usually at parlors. Um, that and besmirching the legacy that is Bill Belichick on Apple TV. <laughs> that, this whole Patriots documentary is just a hit job. It is. It's crazy. <laughs> Have you it seen is. the uh, Scotty Pippen tour that's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah with they, Horace Grant. They're, they're like going to all Longley. They're in Australia saying how like it's BS. Like, oh, everything that was in the yeah, last in the dance. Last, which, I mean, yeah, the Jordan propaganda arm putting that out. It's a great, great miniseries. Terrible journalism. Yeah, but. <laughs> No, that is being like. Well, actually, they're down in Australia, right? They have like defending their names against yeah, wallabies, okay. wallabies. And also, kangaroos. Horace Grant left in like '94. Yeah, he yeah. was on that Shaq Magic team. Yeah, he was on the Magic. The uh-huh. yeah, he missed know. half of it. He wasn't <laughs> on the Last Dance team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he wasn't there. Yeah, no, I, that that is funny. They, hey, they're just trying to get their bag, man. Jeremy Grant's uncle. Yeah, that is crazy. Um. So yeah, we, we going back to just this uh, Caleb Williams talk here. Hmm. What is the best case scenario, what, Caleb? Yeah, what is th- for you? What can he do to not be considered a bust? Hmm. What, what do the other two guys have to be terrible? Okay. Because uh, I mean, the the history of the Bears at, at quarterback is abysmal. That's terrible. Worst the bar is on the floor. Bears quarterback. I, I really think that, that he needs to come in, and I'm not kidding. You got to have a what do they win seven games this year? I think you got to come in and win nine games. You got to have a winning season. First season. First season. I mean, oh, think man. about it. you have the ninth overall pick. Mm-hmm. You got DJ Moore. You got to go probably get another guy. Um, I, I the, what 
I will say this too. Tavon, uh, no, uh, sweat. It? sweat that they Montez for, Sweat. Montez yeah. Sweat is the best second round pick in this year's NFL yes. draft. They kind of nailed that one. 100%. I totally agree with that. And then also, Edmonds is playing well. The defense is actually pretty solid for Chicago. Uh-huh. But like, the thing is, if you're going to get rid of a guy like Justin Fields, who can clearly has been getting better and better once you're starting to build around him more, my expectation is, yeah, I mean, they should you win probably. It's got to be a borderline playoff team, which they were picking it up at the end of the year Yeah, they last get a fourth-place schedule, too, in that division. Correct. I mean, it is a tough division. Yeah. It is. There's two playoff teams. There maybe three. Maybe with three. In Chicago. Yeah. So Sorry, I, I, th- I think that they should be should not be worse than last year, especially if you're keeping Eberflus. Like that to me, and we'll get to this. Also, hot seats. He's got to be one of those yeah. hot seat names. He's got a bad case of the Eberflus. Eberflus. So yeah, I I just I expect big Make things me some from chicken him. noodle soup. I've got the Eberflus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I think, what, what do you guys think about it with Caleb Williams? What, what's your expectation? Maybe not even just next year, but just long-term. Is this a guy who needs he to needs win an MVP? needs a playoff win in oh, okay. the next three years. Fair. needs a playoff win in year one if he wants to be better than C.J. Stroud. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, they can't all be. Just more C.J. Stroud. I just talk about C.J. Stroud. I, uh, uh, we could. We're yeah. going to get there. It, what time is it? It is 11.13. We yes. finally brought up. You Houston. see the Rockets? <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> anyway, I, we don't need to get into that. I think, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about that today. Uh, yeah, I'm not. You don't. I don't think year one is going to be too consequential. I mean, if he just goes out there and he just looks like a deer in the headlights, he cries game one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, yeah. There, there's like Zach Wilson. If he came in and you're like immediately, oh no, yeah. You know? And I'm not. I don't think that he's Zach but, Wilson. But is the expectation at least by the end of this year? I know it's kind of hard to gauge this. I want to ask you I both think this: the that, disaster that the Carolina Panthers Panthers were this year helps. Caleb Williams' case as a quarterback going one overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but the amount of hype that they put into him is so much more than Bryce Young. I, yeah. it, looking yeah. back on it, the Bryce hype almost makes no sense. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, now that we look back on it, I, I thought Bryce Young was a solid. I mean, one Heisman, like, I, I saw him play against that, uh, then that LSU game. He was really good, but just the size. I mean, that is an issue, right? Like, look at C.J. Stroud. I, that really came to show... I mean, he, he's been phenomenal, obviously. Mm-hmm. You guys know this. But I do think that also with um, Bryce Young, I don't think he's completely cooked. I just think that team, there's no, nothing. There was, there was no context. Nothing for him. I'm not going to throw his him out. best wide receiver is 35. That's bad. And white. Yeah. I don't want to say it. <laughs> and I'm feeling white. Yeah, no. So um, I think if Caleb Williams coming in, the expectations they have, if you're going to get rid of a guy like Justin Fields, who a lot of the guys on the team, DJ Moore being it, advocated to keep him around, uh, he needs to be at least as good as Justin Fields. So, mm. yeah, he doesn't have the legs like Fields does. But no, yeah, I I would say he needs a playoff win in the first three seasons, um, or else it, that pick's gonna look silly. Especially if somehow the Commanders or the Patriots really turn around. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it with the other two guys. I'm starting to pull the pedal off that they're gonna be. Save and turn a franchise around immediately, especially the kind of disarray those franchises are in. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty dark days in New England for be. a little while. That division is tough. Yeah, it is. That's going to. They're only saving graces the Jets. Do we have the? Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, Bills and Capel. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, we're yeah. going to have the Alabama quarterback conversation. Mm, let's talk about it. We should talk about that on the other side. We're That's on the teaser. other side. There we go. Mm. A little teaser there. Good job, Jack. That's what we need. Oof. We'll get back to it here. Three guys on sports, Noah Sawyer and our guy Jack filling in for Nick. 
We will be from 12 to 2. Don't forget that, starting Monday. Guys on sports, we're back. It is Noah, it is Sawyer, and our guy Jack. Shout out, Jack. Thanks for coming in. Of course, Isaac, they're taking your calls. The number is 512-834-1027. We'll get the text line up, too. Changing the format just for today, and then we're going from 12 to 2. Make sure you check us out at 12 to 2, starting off with Horns at High Noon. We'll keep that, keeping the show the same in that format, but... Uh, we're excited to get to the PM, and of course, Nick Hajda and uh, Aaron Hodgen, they're going at 7 to 10 a.m. So we got a morning show, very exciting, from the horn, of course, as we know, and now he is coming to ESPN. Big news, big news. So yeah, Aaron, uh, we're excited, just saw him walking through, excited for that, and just this whole station moving up. So appreciate uh, you texting in, give us what you want today with the texts and calls, but we're going to talk a little bit about the free agency and what is going on in the NFL. Landing spots for some of these big names. Got two Texans fans in here. Saquon Barkley's been been thrown around these last uh, 48 hours, fellas. What are we we feeling there? Saquon Barkley, as a Texan, could that be uh, something that y'all want? I don't know. Mm, Okay. (laughs) I've been going back and forth on this, and I don't know if I want to pay him that kind of money. You know, the the running back conversation. Of course. He had a really good 2022. He did. You know, the bounce back after the injuries, after that tremendous rookie year. He's 26, I believe. 27. uh, 27 Mm -hmm. by the time at at least the the season starts. Yes. I feel like I would almost rather go grab a different free agent running back. Okay. Big name would be Derrick Henry. Okay. 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 I know he's like 100 years old. Okay. Well, the good thing is, is if Derrick Henry is on the Texans, he can't run for again, 300 man. yards against mm, the Texans. This is true. It's a very good psychological factor I did not think of. Um, yeah, I, the the Saquon is seeming almost imminent at this point, you know. Um, He's doing the following Texas oh, yeah, players. On all whatever. that jazz. Um, but... The, the more I think about it, I'm not even worried about what it's going to cost because I saw, uh, like, what the uh, potential contracts would be. The most we'd be out was, like, 20 mil guaranteed. I think it was, like, mm-hmm. three for 12 uh, or three, $12 million a year for three years. That's when I was thinking, I was like, as soon as I realized that Tony Pollard has half the amount of carries as most of these running backs and is in the same age... I was thinking Tony Pollard's almost like a better Devin Singletary, mm. I think. And that's who I th- I would much rather have at a cheaper cost, yeah. less wear and tear, uh, than any of the other running backs out there. He, oh, it's Josh Jacobs he has half the carries of. Now, Tony Pollard had some issues. He couldn't really get too much done behind that Dallas offensive line. I don't know how much that was Mike McCarthy's fault in the scheming. Uh, I don't... Where to put that? Because let me tell you, the one thing the Texans definitely don't need is another running back that runs straight into the offensive line. Uh, thank you, Damian Pierce. Uh, you were supposed to be our savior. Um, what happened there? Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it turns he's really out he's, good he's a downhill runner, and he could never get downhill. That's why we we're like, what if he returned kicks? And it worked. <laughs> but uh, it worked a little bit. Yeah, I, I would say Tony Pollard's mine. Uh, that's the free agent I really want the Texans to get because then it leaves us even more cap space to shore up other issues. What about you, Noah, on them Lions? Uh, Lions-wise, when uh, Jadarius Sneed, that, that kind of came um, up uh, that the Chiefs are going to let him talk about trades. I would love that. That is a spot where 
Um, we were exposed as a team on the secondary. The safeties are good. I like, really like Brian Branch. Uh, I like what we did there. And then also, we got to figure out if we're going to sign C.J. Garner-Johnson. I'm okay with letting him go. He was on a one-year deal just because the Did guys... Did he even not there. play a lot? He was out? He was out. He got back in during the playoffs, correct? Okay. It was actually like that first that last week when we played Minnesota, I believe, he had his first return game. But yeah, week two, he tore his pack. Uh, okay. um, and so, you know, we got probably five games out of the guy. That's a real kneecap. Right, yeah. and It's only a one-year deal, but, um, you know, Emmanuel Moses, another guy that we had, and he tore his ACL like again right when he got off of an ACL tear, so another guy that's probably not going to be... And, and Cam Sutton, not to get too deep into the Lions roster, was was just getting exposed. He's not a true CB1. So if we can draft one of those guys or even pick one up like a Sneed who can just fill that role, I'd be a big fan. We're in a good spot. I think we're right under the Texans when it comes to cap. I think we're like the 7th or 8th most cap space. Um, but you got to sign Jared Goff. You know, I want to see him get signed. Amon Ross St. Brown's do some cash, and same with Panay Sewell. So a lot of that money is going to be used towards the guys they already have, which need to be signed anyways. Uh, give me that. And then uh, Delaney Hunter is another name. Throw okay, him on the yeah, side. Get you. Oof. I'm on the side of him and Hutch. Yo. The biggest issue the Lions seem to have last year defensively is they were susceptible to the pass, but mainly that was because it seemed that they couldn't actually get too much pressure on quarterbacks. Yeah, it was it was weird. So throughout the middle of the season that was they weren't really doing much blitzing, they weren't getting much pressure. Uh-huh. Hutch, and still had a great season. Hutch Hutch in the middle of the season were like, where is he? Well he's getting doubled. And he started to finally figure out how to play against the double team. Um so if we can get another guy on the side of him though, um Aline McNeil was out, so was uh James uh Houston. So a lot of guys that are, are for pass rush sake were out. Uh but if we can get another guy like Hunter on the side, mm-hmm. oof, I just want them to focus on defense. I think the offense is completely fine. They're getting oh. Montgomery back. They're going to obviously have Gibbs for a while. So, uh, Cowboys, though, who do the Cowboys want? Text in one, uh, 512-834-1027 or even call in. Uh, Isaac will pick up the calls for us. Cowboys, this is the Cowboys network here, so we got to touch on the Cowboys while That's Nick true. is gone. Uh, who do you think the Cowboys want? It doesn't sound like Tony Pollard. Is that someone yeah, also? I don't think they're coming back. I don't know. Yeah, that... The Derrick Henry thing feels like that could be a landing spot for him as well. I've heard that as well. Yeah, um, I would. I mean, to watch the wheels fall off Tractor Cito in Dallas would just be chef's kiss. I love Derrick Henry and wish no ill will on him. It's incredible to watch run. But I mean, yeah. the guy is. He's uh, they've put so much wear on him. The a lot of, of tread on the tires. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought he was going to be like three seasons ago. I was like, are we going to get another one of these out of yeah. Derrick Henry? And he just, and kept he just keeps going. So maybe he's just one of those. I mean, he's. Physically, just insane. Yeah. insane. Like LeBron James, it's just like, oh, that's well, just steroids. His, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, that's just his body. You know, right. like that. Uh, naturally, other people can't do. Yeah, can't have that wear on. When them you make another go. Heisman winner look very small at the running back position, it's very impressive. Um, also, photographer of the year. I, I guarantee you, Mark Ingram hates that man. Yeah. Um, I think that the Cowboys need middle linebacker help. They need some they linebacker do. help. Agreed. Uh Devin White being available now is very That's interesting. He's yep. kind of older, but uh, maybe that means you can get him on a bit of a discount there. Uh, who? There's a linebacker from Patrick Queen coming down from the Ravens. That's a big would one. be very mm-hmm. interesting. Both those guys, LSU guys, right? I was thinking yeah. about the. I was thinking about the Ravens just now. A, a name that has not even come up for them in free agency. I feel like, but would be. Insane and could take Lamar to another level is what if Mike Evans went to the Ravens? Wow, yeah, 
That that is a team that needs, in my opinion, another. Although they did take Zay Flowers, we saw that well, kind of. That I mean, when you Zay Flowers is took he, him out of the playoffs, exactly. <laughs> right. Well, no, I mean he was. Did anything come of that? Wasn't he arrested or something? Oh, Wasn't there I, something I don't. I'm waiting until all that falls all right. through. I I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think anything was too. That is definitely something that could be up in the air. I know that. Uh, but <laughs> like a pass to Zay Flowers. How, uh, but OBJ, I'm sorry. Although he had some production, that's not the answer no. to the question. He's not getting it done. How old no. is he? Isn't isn't he's he 31, like 31, 32, 32? Okay. I'm taking Mike Evans, who gets you a thousand yards. Who is thirty? Every year. But I mean, but every year. Yeah, dead taxes, which I need to do later today, and Mike yeah, Evans getting a thousand yards. Yep. Um, so yeah, and then this list here, just kind of going through the regular free agents. I think the reason why Snead, this is listing the top free agents, why Snead is able to talk to other teams is I think their priority at Kansas City is going to be getting Chris Jones back. Sounds like they're trying. Yeah. Uh, you know, for, they could they used a franchise tag for him last year. Um, they had some incentives for him there, but it sounds like Chris Jones is going to get that deal with them, which would make sense. He's 29, a couple years, I'd assume. Th- I thought they went, they franchise tagged him, but then they ended up paying him after week one. They gave him a deal. <laughs> yeah, he used a deal. franchise tag on Jones, and he played for $15.9 million. Okay. It was very expensive for them to do it uh, again in 2024. The number will go to 32 to 33 million. So they probably just want to make because the franchise tag works as you get paid the average salary yes. of the position. Correct. Yeah. That's why Baker's franchise tag in Tampa Bay would be like 35.9. I saw. Yeah. <laughs> Baker, congratulations on the season. I'm not paying 36 million dollars no. for Baker uh, Mayfield. Name uh, they're talking about Indianapolis. Apparently, the Patriots have some people in that room that would advocate for him, and that'd be an interesting for fit. Baker to go up for to New Baker England to go up there. It's like I a, can see that. But yeah, I Jones. Bill was a big Baker supporter. Yeah. Apparently, huh. um, another one. Obviously, we've touched on is Kirk Cousins, 35 years old, coming off an Achilles that was just popped. Uh, but I think he'll be starting somewhere, whether that's yeah. Minnesota or not. I think that's a it's a it's a good pickup. Do you, do you see him going to a, a place like the Steelers? Because we obviously Atlanta's the name kind of thrown out there, but is like the Steelers would that be enough for the Steelers to kind of get over? Uh, that's the toughest division in football, in my but yeah, um, is that enough to push them to a, 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 a sp- ten wins instead of eight or yeah, nine? And they still had ten wins this year. It, it's just all like well, Tom. I mean, I what he does year to year is insane to me. I feel Tomlin, like, yeah, just. The most impressive job year in and year out, I feel like, is Mike Tomlin because yeah. he's dragging some of those rosters into the mm. postseason. And T- along with TJ Watt, I mean, yeah. that's really that helps the second best asset that team has next to Tomlin. But um, I could, I don't know, that doesn't seem like a thing the Steelers would do. But I think they absolutely do not have a long term answer at quarterback. quarterback. No, no one in that QB. I, I'm room. sorry, yeah. I don't believe in Pickett, Pickett Rudolph, Mason Rudolph, or Trubisky. None of them. Ugh. You couldn't even take the best parts of all three of those guys and make a playoff winning quarterback. I mean, no, no. Remember when Mason Rudolph almost got his head taken off? That was so great. <laughs> do you remember when they thought Miles Garrett was going to do it again? They're like, hey, they grabbed picked, the helmet. They hey, picked hey, up hey, a hey. helmet last year, and the guy got it from yeah. him. He was like, hey, man, don't do it. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, it's not worth it. Yeah. So that that really, though, kind of rounds up a lot of the main free agents. T. Higgins got a franchise tag. It's another name out there. I believe they did technically franchise tag. Uh, Sneed, but they're looking to explore possibly trading them to free up some cap. So, um, yeah, that's what we got for free agency talk. Please text in 512 Yeah, who do you want the Cowboys to get? 1027. Who do you, you want your team to there get? There it is. That's what we're going with. Who do you want your team to get? We'll get a little to you. Do you care? Some funny stuff, some funny quotes coming out of the yeah. combine. Kaylin Clark on, uh, what, 18 points away from uh, getting to Pistol Pete? 
Uh, that's a big thing coming up. They're playing the Buckeyes, I believe. And we'll touch on a few other things for Do You Care coming back. Three guys on sports. 1027 ESPN. Look at the music today. Three guys on sports. This is Noah. Got Sawyer. I got Jack. Text in. We got Isaac reading the text. Trying to figure that out. Uh, and then game time. Make sure you tune in. Our morning show beginning. Game time with Hogan and Haida, right, is what they're calling it. Uh, that's going to be 7 to 10. And then we're going to be moving. Three guys in sports. Keeping the name. Keeping the same fellas. We're going to be from 12 to 2. So make sure you turn in from 12 to 2 instead of this 11 to 1 hour. And then check out the fellas, uh, Aaron Hogan and Nick Hajda at 7 to 10 here at 1027 ESPN. Text in. We're talking about free agents. We're going to get into more combine stuff, starting off with the football first hour. Hope you don't mind. We love talking football here. Uh, a little Do You Care. Do you got that Do You Care music, Jake? I don't know if it's labeled. Uh, yes. There we go. Look at that. <laughs> Do you care? We got some great quotes coming out of the Combine. You want to start this off for us, Sawyer? Yeah, there's a uh, player from Illinois that uh, doesn't believe in birds. Yes. Um, he was, uh, and you know, I, I've given some thought to the uh, birds aren't real community. Uh, I ask you this. Have you ever seen a bird out and about on a bank holiday? No. No. Nah. Um, <laughs> But uh, his, his, his he brought some interesting factoids that I've never thought of, and the fact that he's like never seen a baby pigeon. That's true. And I was like, this is a very good point. This is a very good point. They're just full-grown sky rats. Well, they're in the nest. Where's the nest if they're always on that telephone wire? Which the said player pointed out. How do we know they don't land on those to charge? Yes. They they build nests in the signs at like Walgreens. You show me a baby pigeon, and show I'll show pigeon. you uh, where our tax dollars have truly been going. <laughs> <laughs> Another great quote coming out from uh, Texas Tech here. Texas Tech player. See if I can find it here. What was his name? Tyler Owens. Tyler Owens says, I don't believe in space. I don't think there's other planets and stuff like that. And I quote, how are we feeling about Mr. Tyler uh, up in Lubbock? Thinking that they're not teaching about space up there, I don't think, at Texas Tech, are they? Are they, Jack? I mean, any chance I get to bash Texas Tech, that's why I uh, teach you up, my friend. Education, <laughs> I will, I will absolutely lean in. Amen. Don't Google where Tyler Owens went before Texas Tech. Just do me a favor. Don't do okay. it. Uh, it's Texas. But oh, okay. There you go. I will say this might be the smartest man to ever graduate from Texas Tech. Um, judging by what they teach in but there. I just, what do you mean? Yeah. Do you think there's like a, a roof? Do you think like just, Truman Show? Like yeah, you run tripped, into the wall. That's what I yeah, tripped acid yeah. and watched the Truman Show. And he's like, maybe. This is like, real. This is all real. Maybe. Yes. This is exactly what's going on. I, just, I would love to sit down and have a conversation about that. Maybe we could get Tyler Owens on the show. And maybe he thinks he can still get NIL money after college. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No more uh, collectives. Also, said uh, Illinois' tight end's name is Tip Ryman. I guarantee you uh, a, a fellow named Tip got a, a father with a uh, security bunker and all sorts of stuff. He's like, I'll tell you, Tip, them birds ain't real. Also, I googled baby pigeons. They're very ugly. Uh, now I gotta. Uh, what do you got, Jack? You got a, a quote as well from this combine? I, I really appreciated Roma Dunze. Oh, yes, thank you. Who, uh... I feel like you don't always see a lot of honesty with athletes. I feel like they uh, they tend to talk themselves up a little bit more than uh, than they they deserve. But when asked if uh, if Roma Dunze, uh, he said, yeah. when asked if he could land a plane in an wow. emergency, if he could take down a big jetliner, he uh, he pretty unequivocally said no. No, he said everybody on the plane, every soul will perish. Ugh. He used the word perish. So 
Thanks to Ruma Dunze. Yeah, I like the honesty there. Uh, that's a good one from him. I like the honesty. I got one as well. This is the last one I, I got from uh, our guy here at UT, A.D. Mitchell, talking about running routes. Uh, he Let me pull that up. I just lost it, of course. There you go. Talking about running routes, pretty much uh, he just keeps it keeps it real as well. Just kind of like Roma Dunze. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I try to cheat a lot, and that's on running routes. What does that really mean, though? Just, just uh, cheating on running routes. I don't really just... Shortening them, or what would that fully mean? Do we know, fellas? I feel like it, it must be re- something with reading the defensive back. Yeah. Like if you're supposed to do this. Yeah, well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Switch Coming up. up short, you know. Yeah. Finding yeah. hole. Maybe that kind of Travis Kelsey thing where it's okay. like, I'm going to pop into a, yeah. oh, I see a little gap right sure. here where I can sit down between well, you know a linebacker and a safety. It's like cheating. It's like, you know, I think other things are cheating. My guy, Connor Stallions, I think that's more like the cheating realm, you know what I mean? But in uh, a little trash can uh, barrel hitting. And we are the home of uh, the Houston Astros. Don't forget that. Baseball coming up soon. I'll let you guys take the floor with that in the second hour with some Astros talk. But uh, we do have the text line pulling up as we speak. Not going to lie, there's always a small part of me that's disappointed when the show is not a complete dumpster fire when I'm not there, but you guys are sounding great, gents. P.S. Will The Rock put, be put on cease and desist on, uh, on Travis Kelsey now that he's got the legal rights to Jabroni from the WWE? This is our good friend Nick, who has not made the show today. He will be, like we like we told you, from 7 to 10 on Monday uh, with Aaron Ogan and then us, of course, through Guys of Sports from 12 to 2. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, will The Rock put a cease and desist on Travis Kelsey for that? Do we know? I did not know that Jabroni is now under his... Uh, yeah, he got a... Okay. He got, like, the the rights or something nice. to all of these catchphrases, which nice. I don't know how that works. Uh, having Taylor Swift as your girlfriend probably helped a little bit. She could probably... Bo- yeah, oh, wait, so... No, The uh, Rock has the... the oh, The Rock. Oh, I read he, that like, wrong. He, like, got all of his, oh. his catchphrases, which I don't... How do you trademark a catchphrase uh, like I it's mean, like they, Ohio State trying to copyright the, the word the yeah no, that doesn't work or uh, the, the patent on the birthday song it's terrible uh, oh yeah, yeah that's terrible. Steamboat Willie into the public domain this year that's fantastic uh, another text from our guy Daryl the Trash Barrel where's Nick did he get canned was that the big announcement missed the show yesterday no he did not get canned He's got another show he's doing from 7 to 10, as we've told you. He's got more work. That's where he is, Daryl. So he's got more work to do with our guy, Aaron Hogan, as I've mentioned multiple times. Uh, Kalen Clark. Yeah, declared for the uh, WNBA draft. Will more than likely go first overall. Um, It is not much of an argument, I would say, at this point, especially that uh, women's college basketball has been more exciting this season than men's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got yeah. Four stars. Name, yeah. name the yeah. guy. It, uh, yeah, it's Zach Eady, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah but he no, just I'm looks like set. a freak. But I feel like people like kind of tend to do themselves discount, out. discount guys that aren't like surefire NBA dudes, or at uh-huh. least, you know, so, like Zion or something like that. That right. whole Duke team with R.J. Barrett, that was very star-studded. But that, yeah. I think, is the big issue with college men's college basketball is the... One and done aspect. Well, that has sucked forever, but uh-huh. just the lack of of notable names. I know like North Carolina has a couple guys, but again, when when you're not like definitely headed to the league, definitely yeah. headed for a high draft pick, I feel like people just don't really care as much. No, I think they, we'll get Cooper Flag in next year, and that'll that's a big one coming up. Right, yeah. come up, but and a lot of these guys that you know this this draft this year is supposed to be just abysmal. Bad. And it's a lot of guys that are international, number one. Uh, there's a few guys from France, I know that. A couple guys in the G League. But yeah, I mean, number one at, at this projection is Cody Williams out of Colorado. 
I, I don't know much about Cody Williams and what he's doing Kentucky in Colorado. Kentucky has a couple good guards. Kentucky always has good guards. Right. Dillingham. Yeah, this Reed Shepard kid's pretty good. But yeah, none, none of these guys, none of these names are really sticking, you know? so And uh, that's the advantage that the women's college basketball has is people know who Caitlin Clark is. Yeah. Um, and Sabrina a couple years before, and yeah. she's really popping off in the, or in the W doing the... Uh, Shooting contest. I know more WNBA draft prospects this year for the first time in my life than I do, which which I don't watch any WNBA. Brings me to my question: Will the WNBA eventually surpass women's college basketball? Because Mm. as of right now, we we are attached to these players in college, but then they go on to the WNBA, and people tail off and stop following them. I, I I probably don't think so just because look at the markets some of these teams are in. Like in Iowa, there's not, no offense, but there's not a lot going on in Iowa. That, yeah, that but, is awesome for them at Iowa to go cheer that on. LSU, when they were doing that as well, like LSU, had, that's, they're just very into Louisiana State sports, right? Mm-hmm. I do think the WNBA, to your point, though, will get now more stars and notable players, which they've had a few of those as time goes on. But it like regionally, there's more people like in Iowa City that are going to actually go sell out a stadium and... Mm-hmm pay $300 for a ticket than they would to go watch the L.A. Sparks, which is one of the teams, or whoever. And it's a growing league. It's it it's is. a young yes. league, too. It's only been around for, I think, around 30 years at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'll say, I think in the 1990s is when it really so came about. It's growing. I know some people aren't big women's basketball fans. I, I pop into the WNBA every now and then, but is I Houston think... Houston got a team, or is it just They that? did. Oh, the Comets. The Comets, and they won, like, like four in a, a row. Bunch of titles. Yeah. Spurs don't have a team. I think I think the next pro team that comes to Austin will be a WNBA team. Oh, that's my, okay. That's my I like hot take. that take. little hot take there. We, we're, we have soccer, and we just built that arena. It's probably not big enough to do full-time NBA. Yeah, Moody could definitely Moody could do the WNBA. WNBA. Yeah, it's very and good And it's, it's Austin, so it, yeah. women's sports yeah, is probably has a big market. Huh. But uh, I think the other thing that kind of holds back the WNBA is uh, the one thing that also really helps college basketball is the one thing that's tried and true at all these schools kind of year in, year out, is the coaches. Mm. There are great coaches in these leagues that you can associate with. We're starting to lose them in college basketball. Yeah, they're all retiring. They're all retiring in college. Uh, but in the women's, they're still there. I think in men's, the only one left is like Tom Izzo, and it seems like he's starting to lose it. Yeah. Hey, do we care about Duke anymore? Oh, Serious man. question. I, I no. no. Like, is that a thing that is Duke basketball the same institution as it once was, or are we... I think the only time they even come up in matter, and this is to tease something we're going to do in the next hour, is when they play UNC. Duke, North Carolina. Yeah. That's always and the it's, game. Because it's a rivalry, and you want to see that, and there's history there, regardless of if Coach K is there or not. But, uh, I mean, I haven't thought once about Duke. And John it, Snyder and what he's doing over there. Yeah. I mean, I just... I, I'm not that in, uh, yeah. In college basketball. Did, is that Flag? Tough to watch sometimes. Has, flag, is he committed to Duke, though? He's a, right? a Duke. That'll help. The main um, event? That'll help for sure next year. I don't think Duke will ever completely die, but it's not the same without Coach K. I don't think it ever will be. Um, I mean, with both of those. They're uh, 10. They're 10 in the country right now. I would have known that. Yeah. yeah. And with uh, both of the Roy Williams and Coach K stepping out, yeah, pretty much around the same time. Mm. I think there was a year of overlap, but in like last year's championship, yeah, UConn is became like especially of the modern era UConn's for sure. Back, yeah. blue blood, but like who they played. No offense to my guy Brand Chesbro upstairs, San Diego State alumni. That Final Four was FAU, San Diego State. Was it Miami who beat Texas? Correct. Yes, and then uh, and then obviously UConn. That just was a very not. That when it comes to big names, you know, you didn't have your Dukes in there, North Carolinas, your Kansases. You didn't have Arizona. the big blue bloods, Arizona, any Michigan State, like all those names. It's like 
Yeah, I, I don't. Eh. College basketball is in a weird spot. It makes twice. me very happy that U of H is kind of back at the top of they college are. basketball. 100%. They it used to be a fantastic program. Uh, we had a family friend that uh, his grandpa played for the Cougars back in the 1950s. Back in the 50s, awesome. 50s, 50s, 60s. Yeah, guy. Uh, slam a jam in the 80s. Yeah, mm-hmm. legit. And uh, but it's it, it, impressive. I don't. I, I don't give any thought to the uh, the Caitlin Clark. Uh, dissenters that she has no. and complaining that she's oh, yeah. going for these records and stuff. What she does is incredibly impressive. What are those endorsement deals not going to follow her to the WNBA? No, we talked about that. They mm-hmm. probably will, right? Like, that's just going to happen, and her popularity will help that game grow for sure. And for I sure. know that Pistol Pete only played three years, averaged right. 44 or something. No three like point that. line. I got no three point line, line, but, but Caitlin Clark's a true senior. She's a fourth year player. This isn't the COVID situation. Yeah. Yeah. I love my guy, Max A. Smith, but yeah, I know, no, for sure. Your top 10 hey, scoring all time, but you had an extra year to do it. Yeah, yeah, I know. And he played in the Summit League, you know, Oral Roberts alum. Well, Shout out. But what's his name from Detroit Mercy? Oh, yeah. Ant- uh, Antoine, Antoine Davis. Antoine Davis. Yeah, he, he I think D, U of D Mercy has one win without him right now. So that's. Well, they had like nine wins. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, when we come back, we'll be getting into NFL hot seats here. Text in. Who do you think? And who do you want? What if McCarthy? What if your Cowboys coach is gone? Do you want Bill Belichick? I know our guy Nick wants Bill Belichick. Do you want maybe Vrabel? Do you want him gone at all? What do you want? Text in 512-834-1027. This is Three Guys on Sports with Noah, with Sawyer, and our guy Jack. Text in. Three Guys on Sports. It's Noah. It's Sawyer. It is Jack. Of course, Isaac there. Uh, Nick is out for today, but will be back with us at 12 to 2. And he'll also be with Aaron Hogan, new addition to 1027 ESPN from 7 to 10 a.m. So check us out with the New Times morning show. And of course, Jeff and Ed will still keep their time frame uh, three with Jeff and then th- four to six with Jeff and Ed. Um, so, yeah, wanted to get a little, we're, we're sticking the NFL world today on this Friday, uh, football Friday. Uh, hot seats for. Uh, NFL coming into this season. Obviously, there's a lot of ch- coaching changes that have happened. We have some big names. Th- this, this came to me when we were uh, talking about setting up the show today, Sawyer. Uh, I was listening to a podcast that featured our guy, Adam Schefter, who thinks that there's going to be some teams that have these hot seat coaches that we're going to go over. They'll be pretty inclined to get rid of them if they don't do well uh, early on in the season here coming up in the fall because you got Bill Belichick there, yeah. because you have Rabel there, because even Pete Carroll's another name that sounds like he still wants to coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of guys out there, and there's a lot of teams with coaches you kind of a little bit of have a, a little bit of a head scratcher why yeah. they're around or they're on their last uh, kind of breath here. Um, what are some of the names that come to mind for you of hot seat guys that you would say, hey, if I had a gun to my head maybe or I had to make a bet, this uh, guy won't be here? In the AFC, I see three right yeah. off the jump, and two of them are in the same division. Bobby Sala? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Things are getting hot for Bobby 10 kids. Yeah. And uh, McDermott. <laughs> uh, yep. Shiny head on Robert Sala. He, oof. Yeah. He gets, I think, wax stand polished. Um, and then Doug Peterson with the Jags. Okay. Uh, yeah. A very, very disappointing follow-up to his first season with them. Um, things did not go their way. I do think that the Jags have a better chance of bouncing back. Um, they're one game out of the playoffs. They they really just kind of fumbled the bag there great. at the end. I, I think Trevor Lawrence was also more hurt than, than let yes, on. Yeah, I agree. But uh, the the thing I really like about the Bills and the Jets is how sweet it would be for everyone to think uh, ding dong the witch is dead 
And then Bill Belichick just comes back and coaches the Jets. <laughs> and, like, all of a sudden, Jets, he's yeah. that he's pissed at Robert Kraft that he's like, you know what? You put out your little documentary, and now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make your life hell for the next five to ten years. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you have to see me twice a year. I know where all the skeletons are. I know exactly how to yep. beat this team. I, uh, my coach in waiting and all that. I think uh, former head coaches against Bill Belichick do not fare very well. Vrabel is really the only one that had his number. Um, but that's for the AFC. Taking a little gander over at the NFC. There's a few here I know of, for I sure. I just don't think they fire Mike McCarthy in Dallas. I just don't think they extend him. Yeah. Okay. Just let him go. Agree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's one what... One of these, one of those, yeah. Uh, Jerry didn't like to fire people. No. no that's what happened to Garrett, of, right? Yeah. Garrett, they just... You walked after the contract yeah. was up. Yeah, I think... It wasn't I would. Regular. I would think that Vegas would say that the odds of Mike McCarthy being in Dallas in 2025 are... Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably slim, insane. No, yeah, like, there's almost no way to me. Unless they like win a Super Bowl or go to an NFC I would title. say you probably got to make it to the NFC Championship, which they haven't done in so long, and that's kind of the the hill they got to get to. Um, that that would be it for me. It's but, like that would be the only way you yeah, get a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And gets a uh, sign just to fall apart again. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then, of course, Eberflus, uh, if they give him a quarterback and it doesn't work out, and he does, I, I, I could see him being out. And then the only other one would be Dennis Allen. On I don't understand why he really has a job still. I don't really understand the whole Dennis Allen premise. I, I, I don't get what the Saints are well, doing with him and I Derek think Carr. A, a, keeping your coach and some continuity is a slight advantage when half of your division is turning yeah. over their organizations. Sure. I mean, okay. nine right. wins a is a division it. title. In, in the, the NFC, NFC South. Yeah. yeah, if they hadn't lost to the Bucks twice, they would have. I and yeah, that I don't get it all. I agree with y'all because I mean, remember at the end of the year, team basically quit need against yeah. him, yeah. and we were like, hey, we're gonna kneel it, and the team said, no, we're gonna do this. Yeah. One guy you, said, no. Geez, and the rest I mean, of the team the thought said, had okay. more respect for him. But how do you bring a coach back after the players are like, we're not gonna listen to you? Uh huh. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think there's. I think the whole. Uh, I'll throw this in there too. NFC East. I mean, you look at Nick Sirianni. If they fall apart and Again. realize that this guy's a fraud because uh, the the term's been thrown out, coordinator merchant for him. Because look what Indy's doing, and even Cardinals. I'm not going to jump on the Gannon train completely, but at least there was some life there for the Cardinals. And when Kyler Murray came back, they at least played hard, and they beat the Eagles even in Philadelphia. So yeah. I think Nick Sirianni personally is a fraud. I've never been a oh, fan yeah. of him. And losing both your coordinators, I said this, and I'll, I'll hit my chest on this when we went into the offseason. I said the Cowboys are going to win that division, number one, because of the curse of no team wins that division twice in a row, and two, because Nick Sariani lost both his offense and defensive coordinator, and that was going to be impactful. I don't care about the Dom thing with Big Dom and how big of a deal it was not having him on the sideline. Well, that's on you, Nick Sariani. Like, if you can't... If you need Big Dom to be the guy that you know is keeping everything together on the sideline emotionally, then you got some big problems. And then Brian Dable, I I think he's a good coach. I just don't know what New York's are they just going to stick it out with him? I, I just don't know what New York's doing. If they get a quarterback and they trade up, then maybe that keeps him a little bit longer. And I hope I, for their sake, I'm not a Giants fan or anything, but I think Brian Dable's not completely the issue there. So that's another name thrown in there as well. I'm shocked Sirianni has a job right now. I think he's I a complete he fool. Go. I think he's a fool. He, yeah, he's made the playoffs three years in a row, though. It's kind of hard to fire that. No, I agree. I agree. But if they don't, if they don't get any better 
I mean, it was yeah. bad. So I, this is, they, I, the, the, it's the, funny that we're saying collab. how bad it, 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 a 10-win team is, though. Yeah, but they went how many? One and six yeah. when the yeah, football really the mattered? It, I mean, that was a another how hurt was Jalen Hurts. Yeah. yeah, and you lose to Tampa. Who The Tampa overexceeded expectations, but that wasn't that great of a team. Uh, mm-hmm. Coming back, 512-834-1027. We're going to get the horns at high noon. Our guy Jack, he's got some uh, info about the baseball team heading down to Houston to play the LSU Fighting Tigers. We'll be back. Three guys in sports.